All right. So um, I was recently on retreat. I went on a two-week retreat from May 8th to May 21st at Insight Retreat Center, IRC, in Scotts Valley, in Santa Cruz. And this is a beautiful center um, in, a, in a small redwood grove, very beautiful. Um, and the facility itself is beautiful. It's a refurbished, um, it used to be a place for Alzheimer's care. So prior to 2012, people were walking slowly through the halls and they still are. <laughs> and um, anyway, so it was a great retreat taught by Gil Fransdahl and Andrea Fellow, who are excellent teachers. And, um, and if you've ever been on retreat, you know that they're not a vacation. They're not, it's not like you kick back. Um, it's work. Um, and I just see, I just, I'm going to interrupt myself to notice a, um, chat from Gita joining from Kerala, India. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Um, yeah, anyway, but it's worth it. It's worth any effort you put in and it was worth it just in terms of the openings and the clarity and the insights. It's just fantastic. Um, and I'm, I'll probably share some of those as we go along. But one thing that I was really thankful for during the retreat was that many of the songs and poems that I've collected over the decades of practice, because they speak to my heart, came to me during the retreat. Um, they just came as little friends, little accompaniment, you know, like, oh, you know, I might be having a hard time and then um, a Kuan Yin chant would appear or I'd be feeling friendliness towards the other people in the dining hall and the metta chant would appear and things like that. And uh, I remembered the teaching that comes from the Buddha and also has been repeated uncountable times since by other teachers, including teachers of mine, the value of putting teachings to memory, um, that, that we can really cultivate wisdom um, when we really kind of groove it into the tracks of our brain by memorizing. And uh, poems and songs are a really wonderful way to memorize depthful teachings around wisdom. And wisdom is inclusive of, of all things that point to clarity, to insight, and to kindness. Uh, the deep understanding that we inter are with everything around us and that we're so much more both simultaneously so much more and so much less than we think we are we're 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 part of everything and we're the sense of self that we tend to hold so dear mm, is less um it's 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 not, I'm just going to go ahead and say it's not real. <laughs> you can challenge me on that if you want, but um, 
but it's it's not real where we we interar with everything around us and so kindness is wisdom so um I thought, so I, want, I have a bunch of songs and poems, and I also, in the email that I sent out, I invited you to bring songs and poems if you had any that support practice. And I wonder, um, well, I'll leave some time at the end if, if you want to percolate on that, first of all. But I wonder if right out of the gate, anybody knows they have something that they brought, either raise your hand or put up a virtual hand, if you have something that you might be willing to share. It looks like nobody yet. This, as we go along, John, great. Thanks, John. Okay. So, um, so I've organized the, um, these songs and poems sort of, sort of generally by topic. And I wanted to begin with compassion because, um, gosh, this world, you know, you know, the, the dukkha, the suffering, the confusion, the delusion um, is, is so excruciating. And um, in the wider world, and then even in our day-to-day -day lives, although they're not separate, but even in our day-to-day -day lives, you know, the challenges, large and small, and everything in between. It's really important to cultivate compassion and care, which is the skillful way to meet delusion and suffering, hate and greed, with compassion. Which doesn't mean you know we don't we don't set strong boundaries, we do, we, we can set strong boundaries, we can take action, we can give money, we can write letters, we can go to protests, those are really essential expressions of compassion. They're not separate from compassion. Compassion has a soft nurturing aspect, but it's not only that. It's also protective and assertive and actionable. And so, you know, whether we're dealing with our own heartbreak or regret, physical pain or loss or unruly mind, or we're dealing with the shocking tragedies of the, on the world stage, on the wider stage, whatever it is, Compassion is a skillful response. So the song I want to start with, and I tried to pick only songs that are short and repetitive because I wanted to see you rather than share lyrics on the screen tonight, although I do do that a lot. Um, so the song I want to start with tonight is called Sending You Light, and it's by Melanie Damore who is an Oakland singer-songwriter, and she's fantastic. You can look her up. Melanie Damore, lots of great songs. And in fact, this very song, we're only going to be doing the chorus over and over like a chant, but it has other lyrics to it that are quite wonderful. But she wrote this when her sister was dying. 
And um, it's since been translated into many languages and is sung all over the world. It's a song of compassion. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I'm sending you light to hold you in love. And just send that energy wherever you're called to send it. So that could be, you know, Texas or Buffalo or Ukraine or Serbia or Burma. Or it could be your neighbor or your friend or your own heart or your own body or some combination offering compassion. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. Sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending. to heal you, to hold 
to hold you I am sending you light to hold you in love I am sending you light to heal you to hold you I am sending you light to hold you in When the Buddha decided to pursue this deep inquiry about how to end suffering, he was in his prime. He was 29 years old. He'd been raised in luxury and he had been raised by parents who wanted to give him every pleasure that was available. He had it all and he left the castle walls and he saw an elderly person, an ill person, and a corpse. And he realized that loss and pain are inevitable. Even, you know, if in the moment we're relatively grounded and well, may it continue, um, that there's an inevitability to very profound challenge in this life. And it was that insight that caused him to be moved by the fourth person that he saw, which was a mendicant, a, a monastic. And he became a monastic and endured a very difficult seven years of hardship himself assailing the body with different challenges and not eating and things like that before he realized that really the the way is to well it's it's deep but it has to do with not believing the content of thought accepting it but not believing that it's who we are and inhabiting the only place where we ever are, which is the present moment, and noticing that that is ever-changing. Non-self, impermanence, and unreliable. And then the only reasonable response to all of this is kindness, compassion, love, friendliness, and awareness. So while we're in the topic of compassion, I want to share the poem Kindness by Naomi Shihab Nye. Before you know what kindness really is, you must lose things. Feel the future dissolve in a moment like salt in a weakened broth. What you held in your hand 
what you counted and carefully saved. All this must go, so you know how desolate the landscape can be between the regions of kindness. How you ride and ride, thinking the bus will never stop. The passengers eating maize and chicken will stare out the window forever. Before you learn the tender gravity of kindness, you must travel where the person in a white poncho lies dead by the side of the road. You must see how this could be you. How he too was someone who journeyed through the night with plans and the simple breath that kept him alive. Before you know kindness, as the deepest thing inside. You must know sorrow as the other deepest thing. You must wake up with sorrow. You must speak to it till your voice catches the thread of all sorrows and you see the size of the cloth. Then it is only kindness that makes sense anymore. Only kindness that ties your shoes and sends you out into the day to mail letters and purchase bread. Only kindness that raises its head from the crowd of the world to say, it is I you have been looking for and then goes with you everywhere, like a shadow or a friend. So in Buddhism, there is a bodhisattva of image of inspiring figure to represent compassion, this beautiful energy of compassion, kindness, care, courage. And this Bodhisattva has different names. In Sanskrit it's Avalokiteshvara. And uh, in Mandarin it's Kuan Yin. Both Avalokiteshvara and Kuan Yin mean the one who hears the cries of the world. And Avalokiteshvara is portrayed as, generally portrayed as male. And he was brought to, from India to China around 800 years ago. And then about 300 years in, um, he became female, a female Guan Yin. And in Pure Land Buddhism, it's traditional to chant to Guan Yin and many, many, many different forms of Buddhism. It's traditional to chant to this Bodhisattva and invoke her, invoke them. Invoke the energy of compassion when our hearts are just too wrung out to generate it 
or we just want more of it in and around us. We invoke it because we know it's an energy in the universe. We call it forth. And again, we can call it forth for ourselves when we need some, we need to be held in the energy of compassion and we can call it forth for others, for the world, for anyone who suffers. So the Kuan Yin chant, um, the Mandarin words are Namo Guan Chu Yin Pusa. I give homage to the one who hears the cries of the world. Namo Guan Chu Yin Pusa. Thank mm-hmm. you.
It's a huge blessing to have found and been drawn to continue with mindfulness, which is the case for you because here you are. Um, huge blessing and it can be a wish that um, beings find their way to teachings that bring clarity and peace. And um, so this poem kind of, I thought, segued kind of nicely from compassion into the next kind of general topic we're moving into, which is mindfulness. This is called Keeping Quiet by Pablo Neruda. Now we will count to 12 and we will all keep still. For once on the face of the earth, let's not speak in any language. Let's stop for a second and not move our arms so much. It would be an exotic moment without rush, without engines. We would all be together in a sudden strangeness. Fishermen in the cold sea would not harm whales. And the man gathering salt would not look at his hurt hands. Those who prepare green wars, wars with gas, wars with fire, victories with no survivors, would put on clean clothes and walk about with their brothers and sisters in the shade doing nothing. What I want should not be confused with total inactivity. Life is what it is about. If we were not so single-minded about keeping our lives moving and for once could do nothing, perhaps a huge silence might interrupt this sadness of never understanding ourselves and of threatening ourselves with death. Perhaps the earth can teach us as when everything seems to be dead in the winter and later proves to be alive. So taking this time like we're taking tonight, these, these moments of settling and kind of regathering and inhabiting the present moment. They're very precious. And very often, if we, there's really only ever six things going on. There's what we're seeing, what we're hearing, what we're feeling in body sensations, including internal sensations like breathing or the sensations that accompany emotions. And there's taste and smell. And then there's the activity of the mind. That's what's happening 
And with uh, mindfulness, we see that clearly. And in any one of those sense doors in Buddhism, even activity of the mind is considered a sense door. In any one of those sense doors, we might be experiencing it as neutral or pleasant or unpleasant. Um, but we can see that too, rather than reacting to it so much, just sit still and be with it, like Pablo Neruda is saying. And the value in that, the opportunity to learn how to be less in a trance, less reactive, and more present for our lives as they pass by. It's really beautiful. Plus, when we're here, there are many moments that we may have not noticed because we were lost in thought that when we're here for them are quite, are quite sweet. Well, in this moment, is your body safe? In this moment, is your belly fed? So this song is called Breath, and it um, the music comes from a Marin County, California, Buddhist teacher, singer, movement teacher named Nina Wise, and the words come from Thich Nhat Hanh. It's called Breath. In breath, out breath, Deep breath, slow breath, calm breath, ease breath, smile breath, release breath, present moment, wonderful moment. And if you like singing, please try it. You can practice learning this one, singing along me. In breath, out breath, deep breath, slow breath, calm breath, ease breath, smile breath, release breath, present moment, wonderful Smile, breath, release, 
release breath, smile breath, release breath, present moment, wonderful moment, in breath, out breath, deep breath, slow breath, calm breath, ease breath, smile breath, release breath, present moment, wonderful moment. who we are, what we're thinking, what we're experiencing through the five senses it keeps changing. Every moment is new and different in some way. And then there are also, you know, there's also repeats, <laughs> patterns of the mind, and things we see every day and, you know, things that are familiar. But it does keep changing and the instruction for practice is to include it all. A phrase that I've heard spoken often in circles like this one is, this too, this too, including everything that experience offers as something to be met with awareness. Now this is, you know, take that with as many grains of salt as you wish. There are very often times when it's skillful to take distance from things that arise so that we, you know, can stay grounded. But in general, the direction is, the instruction is this too, an inclusive awareness. And the poem, The Guest House by Rumi really captures this well. So I'm going to read this. This being human is a guest house. Every morning a new arrival. A joy. A depression. A meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. They may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. I was talking with James Barras earlier today and um, he was saying that whatever arises in the mind and heart, 
can we hold it with the energy of Kuan Yin? Understanding it to be suffering. And it's that, both that recognizing and then meeting with love rather than denying or meeting with aversion. The recognizing and the meeting with love it can kind of reintegrate and include these, these uh, sometimes aspects of experience that we've locked, we've done our best to lock out of the house. And it's mindfulness that um, allows us to do that, to see clearly and then respond skillfully. So in the language of Pali, which is um, the closest thing we have to the language that was spoken in North India during the time of the Buddha's life, and it's the language that um, the earliest Buddhist teachings were written in, carved in stone. Um, the words for may all beings be happy are sabe, sata, suki, hontu. Sabe, sata, suki, hontu. So we'll do that chant together now. Sabe, sata, suki. Thank you. 
ourselves and all beings. Certainly it uh, has a wonderful impact on all the beings we encounter. And I would say the primary impact that it has is on our own heart. And so um, I thought a nice poem to share from um, Mother Teresa's collection. This was attributed to Mother Teresa, but then no, I don't think she wrote it. It was a, it was written on the wall where she in one of the rooms where she stayed for many years. I mean, it was a paper that she kept on the wall. But anyway, um, this poem expresses the value of um, persevering with friendliness. For our own hearts and I'm just gonna say that in the end of the last part she says in the final analysis it's between you and your God and I'm just changing that one word God to heart in the final analysis it's between you and your heart okay people are often unreasonable illogical and self-centered Forgive them anyway. If you're kind, people may accuse you of selfish ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you're successful, you'll win some false friends and some true enemies. Succeed anyway. If you are honest and frank, people may cheat you. Be honest and frank anyway. What you spend years building, someone could destroy overnight. Build anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, they may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today, people will often forget tomorrow. 
do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough. Give the world the best you've got anyway. You see, in the final analysis, it is between you and your heart. It was never between you and them anyway. So uh, now I'm going to ask you if you have a poem or a song that supports your practice or speaks to you and to your heart in some way that you would be willing to share with us. And actually, John, would you be willing to share the poem that you have in mind? I was thinking of the song, Tis a Gift to be Simple. Oh, yay! Yeah, that's a great song. Do you know it? I do. <laughs> Would you like to lead it? I I always sing out of tune. <laughs> um, I can try. Please. Oh boy, receive. Tis a gift to be simple, tis a gift to be free, tis a gift to come down where you want to be. And when you find a place that feels just right, you will be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to turn and to turn we shall not be ashamed. Turn and to turn, be our delight till by turning, turning, we come down right. Yay, thank you. That was wonderful. That wasn't out of tune. It was lovely. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be reminded of that song. Do you want to say a little bit more about, you know, what how it speaks to you or how it its relationship to practice for you? Mm, well, the Shakers, this is a Shaker song. And um, they were amazing movement of people at one time, pacifists, anti-racists, invited all races and um, people into their fold. Um, and they were amazing inventors and lived communally um, in New England. So, yeah. That's that's great. Thank you so much for bringing that. Great addition. Uh, Brian. You're still yeah. muted. There we go. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, that, that was lovely, John. Thank you so much. Uh, and it reminded me of another song. I wasn't thinking of any until you said that. And there's so many then. But uh, Pete Seeger, Inch by Inch. And I, I just feel like that's almost like the Mother Teresa poem. It, it sort of sp speaks to that. I'd love to see that Mother Teresa poem maybe in the chat so I can write it down. But is that Mother Teresa the one that you read? Yeah, it's called Mother yeah. Teresa's Anyway Poem. And you can find it online. But I'll put the title in the chat. 
Do you know inch by inch, Eve? Is it inch by inch, row by row, going to make a garden grow? I do know yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about persevering. It is. Um, Would you like I'd me? love it if you sing it because those are the only three lines I can remember. Okay, sure. Sure, I'd be right. happy to. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. Gonna mulch it deep and low, gonna make it fertile ground. Inch by inch, row by row, please bless these seeds I sow. Please keep them safe below till the rain comes tumbling down yeah good one brian thank you let me type that poem into the chat um so it's mother teresa's anyway Okay, anybody else have a song or a poem that comes to mind that supports kindness, love? Yeah, Sitina. Yeah. Okay, good. Hi. Thank you for having this. It's my first time here. I'm really glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. Um, the poem I'm choosing to share is by Rilke, I believe. Um, and I stumbled upon it from a YouTube video. And it goes like this. God speaks to each of us as he makes us, then walks with us silently out of the night. These are the words we dimly hear. You sent out beyond your recall Go to the limits of your longing, embody me. Flare up like a flame and make big shadows I can move in. Let everything happen to you, beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. Don't let yourself lose me. Nearby is the country they call life. You will know it by its seriousness. Give me your hand. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much, Satina. Thank you. Oh yeah. And that advice about what did she what did you say? Like the, the beautiful and the terrible. Keep going. No feeling is final. So important to remember that. Wow. Thank you. We have time for another one if anybody has a song or a poem that they want to offer or request. Brian? It's always awkward coming forward as often as I do, but um, this is a Navajo Diné poem, um, and I don't know the exact translation. Uh, maybe somebody does know the the correct way to say it, but basically it's beauty above me, beauty below me, beauty in front of me, 
and beauty behind me, beauty to the right of me and beauty to the left of me. Beauty surrounds me. That's a paraphrase of a beautiful poem, but I, I don't, you probably mostly know it. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, wonderful. The reminder to come back and take in all the many blessings and good things and let them nourish us. It's fantastic, thanks. Okay, one last one. All right, I'll close us out by singing the uh, dedication of merit. Um, this was, this is translated from Mandarin by Reverend Hung Shur at the Berkeley Buddhist Monastery and the music is from Lorena McKennett. May every living being our minds as one and radiant with light share the fruits of peace with hearts of goodness, luminous and bright. If people hear and see how hands and hearts can find in giving unity, may our minds awake to great compassion, wisdom, and to joy. May kindness find reward, may all who sorrow leave our grief and pain. May this boundless light meet the darkness of our sacred night. Because our hearts are one, this world of pain turns into paradise. May all become compassionate and wise. May all become compassionate and wise. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Blessings for your week. I'll see you next week. Take good care. Good night. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.